Welcome back to Road, Road to Resilience, Recapturing Athletes Focus. I'm Luke Latet and here with Goal Central and our Goal Central ambassadors, Brad Harmon and Mark Rigg. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys going? Good, you? Yeah, really yeah. good, mate. Awesome. Really good. Awesome. So we're back for another week. Trust you guys are getting so many so much value out of what we're doing so far and what we've brought forward. And there's one thing that I wanted that I've forgot to add to our, our last our last podcast was if you guys have questions, definitely send them through. Support at goalcentral.com.au. We'll we'll do our best to answer any questions you guys have. Um, direct them to to myself, Brad or Mark. It doesn't matter who you or, or to all three of us, and and we'll um we'll give you guys a shout out onto the next podcast. So, or if you don't mind, if if you rather the Facebook thing, jump onto the Goal Central community page and and just ask away. We're, we're always lingering around there. So, this this week we're we're going to focus a little bit more on balance between life and sport you can't play your sport forever and even if you did you're not going to play elite level forever and and at some point you're going to have to step aside and allow the next young thing to come through and there's no way around that and, and I think that for me and I, and I tell this to to every every athlete that I speak to balance is the key wouldn't you agree Mark yeah 100% Luke couldn't agree anymore very very important to find a balance between life and sport and to have a a life outside of the sport that you play. When you finish your career, you've got so many different avenues to go into, whether that be coaching or, or depending on how high up you play in your sport. could be the media, could be anything, but you've still got to have family time, you've still got to have friend time, you've still got to have downtime for yourself to just let go and enjoy yourself and muck around, hang out with your mates and, and do dumb stuff that you like to do with them. And I know that's what I like to do. I don't get to do a hell of a lot of it at the moment, but I know that in the off-season... Um, that's when I get that chance to do that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, families. Those are those athletes out there with families that that uh, find that important to do. Spend the time with your kids while they're young because they're only young once. And what you miss out on now, you can't catch up on later. So while you can't be there for everything, it's finding that balance between what works for you as a family, as a family unit, and, and to make sure that that family unit is still there when you finish sport. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What do you reckon, Brad? Yeah, it's it's obviously massive, and certainly it's the last two, three, four years of an athlete's career that they really start to value the balance. Um, and I know that when so when I had signed my contract to go to the states, and I had coaches, uh, friends saying, you know, do your schooling, maybe enroll in this course, and all I was hearing as an athlete at that time was, well, you're telling me that I'm going to fail, mm. and I didn't want to I didn't want to hear that. Right. All I said was, no, I'm going to make it to the major leagues and I'm going to have a long career and everything's going to be good. What I didn't realize that having something away from, away from sport and I, an extension of that is have, having something that you're passionate about away from sport will allow you to invest more into your sport. And what I mean by that is going away from the baseball field for me when things were going poorly, all I did was stay awake at night, you know, in my own head, constantly really struggling with with what was going on. And if only I had something that I was passionate about away from the field, whatever that whatever that might be, it would completely take baseball out of my head and allow baseball to become my outlet again. Mm. However, baseball became my all-consuming thing in my life and I didn't have an outlet away from it. So finding the balance and having something... Certainly the last couple of years uh, that I've been playing, I've got my family, I've got my two-year-old son and things are, are fantastic. And now baseball is a bit of an outlet and it's fun. 
And regardless of if I do well or if I do poorly, I come home and my family's there and that's great. And I don't lay awake at night, you know, baseball, it is what it is. It's a game that I love and I love helping the, the younger guys coming through, but I've got something else important and it's more important than baseball. But the point is there's something else that's important in my life away from, away from sports. So by having that, I'm able to switch off from baseball and I can only think how that may have helped me as a 22-year-old or a 21-year-old um, playing professionally over, over in America. If I had something that would allow me to switch off from baseball, how would that have helped me when I went to the field the next day? Mm. I may be a little more refreshed. I may look at things a little differently rather than be all-consuming, focusing on baseball 24-7. And in the end, it just wore me down. And I was just tired and exhausted all the time is how I felt. So balance is huge. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny that, that you, you just said what you said there, Brad, is that in, in this room that we're in right now, on the wall it says, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. And that was said by Wayne Dyer, great man who's passed away now, but, but it's true. If we change the way we look at it, balance is really important because it would have a, I would assume, being high-level athletes that you guys were, the effect on the relationships that you guys had would have been strained at times, wouldn't they? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And and when I had my relationship with my wife... When you had it. When I had it. When I had a relationship <laughs> with my wife. Before we were married, um, we had a, a two-year-old daughter at the time as well. And that was massive for all of us. Um, having to deal with, with me going away at that stage, we you know we would fly up to Sydney most weekends and play softball. Um, we would train three days a week. And that was really hard for her to deal with and was hard for me to deal with her not dealing with it as well. So there was no balance then at the time because, you know, I would go to training or go and play, come home, fight, argue, bicker, and there was no fun stage in my life because I'd take that back to the training ground or to the, to the playing field and, and let my frustrations out and just, you know, who knows, let one go through the box and hit someone and <laughs> let my frustrations out that way. But there was no balance then and, and we've all grown up a lot since then and now... now it's it's fantastic. There is a balance. There's understanding. There's more conversation around all of that, and uh, and and I make a lot of time myself now to have family time. Um, she makes a lot of time for herself and, and for family time as well. And the kids have their time. Uh, I mean, my kids are now out playing as well, so that's really good as well to be able to go and just sit and watch, uh, watch them enjoy what they're doing, and and that's another aspect as well that that brings it to it as. For, for something else to focus on at that time. So balance, and the more what I've found myself is is the more things you have to balance, the easier it gets. Yeah. Um, you know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I think a, bit, a key word you just used there, Mark, was understanding, and I, and that's really important from both the athlete perspective as well as the partner's perspective. And I was in the same boat where uh, my now wife girlfriend at the time would come to America. And I would have been a terrible guy to, to be around. And my whole day based on was based on how I went at the field that night. And I had no... And she, she was constantly trying to support me and, and lift my spirits and get me back up. Um, at the same time, it would have been great to... I wouldn't have been able to articulate it at the time, but to have a conversation and have her understand... She knew that I was struggling, but understand why I was struggling, how I was struggling and so forth. And then for me to stop being selfish because we're selfish as athletes and it's all about us and getting to where we need to be but for me to have the understanding 
of what she's going through because that would have been really hard for her probably harder for her than it was for me she's fl- flown to America um, and I'm in a, a crap mood the whole time because I'm not playing well so we certainly weren't we weren't having a really bad relationship but we weren't having fun mm-hmm. and that was a lot to do with my performance on the baseball field which is really unfair for her so as an athlete we need to have that understanding is a really good word of of our family and our surroundings and how we affect others um and likewise because my my wife would have been trying to do everything she possibly could to help me get back up perhaps i just needed something slightly different to what she was doing that she was given all the support she knew how to give um but i was so self-consumed and everything was about me that i i didn't have the understanding and we didn't have that that connection at that time yeah and I, I think I guess that uh, actually coaching coaching the, the the athletes that I have over the over the, the past and and even some of the the uh, the interviews that we've had that you can see on our website, one thing that's always come up is the identity issue, hasn't it? it it's massive. It's such a key thing. Is that you are not the sum of what you do. You are not the sum of the, the sports that you play. And even to the point now, like if I'm coaching, if I'm coaching a sports team, or whatever sport I'm doing, and and sometimes I'll come home, and my wife will say to me, "So what's happening at, at, at this team? What's happening at that team?" Blah blah blah. And I'll go, "You know what? I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it." Yeah. You know, I, I can appreciate that you want to know that that sort of stuff, but you know what? I'm done. What's going on with you? And and I found actually that that shifted the focus of our relationship to. The external bit can be the external bit. Let it be that and let it stay there, yeah? But that's not the sum of who I am. There's more to what I'm doing. If you wanted to talk about the coaching, the one-on-one coaching stuff that I was doing or the, the understanding of what's, you know, some of the leadership programs that we run at schools, and let's talk about that. I'm cool, let's talk about that. But you want to talk to me about some of the stuff that like coaching softball teams or whatever, I don't want to talk about that. Does that ever happen for you guys in, in terms of that identity? that happens yeah. I'm not a softball coach I am still Luke Latte yeah yeah 100% that, that happens to me quite often whether that be through the softball coaching now or, or through working um, you, know, you have a really bad day at work and, and managing people is, is a very difficult job mm. and I just yeah resonate exactly with what you said then is that I walk in, in the door from work and the first question that I get asked is how was your day at work and I go I just Let's just talk about something else. How was your day? What are you doing? What are the kids doing? Let's just yeah. and, and that that's when I switch into Mark the dad and Mark the husband because you do forget about that. That is who you are. Mm. That that is your identity. You are. I am not Mark the the coach. Mark the general manager. I'm Mark me, me. Who you get now? Um, and that's very important. And and it's hard to articulate that between families often. Um, but it's it's a very important line to draw, I believe. Is that yeah? Don't forget who you actually are. Yeah, definitely. You anything to add to that? Yeah, I, just the fact that I couldn't agree more. And a lot of the times, for me personally, I would base, you know, my whole mood or who I am is based on my performance at the field that day. Mm. And especially now with a family, a two-year-old running around, as soon as I come home, the first question isn't always how do you how'd you go today which i find a great thing it's i come home and how's the little fella going how are you guys as soon as you take the the focus and attention away from you the athlete and where am i now what am i doing exactly what you just said mark now i'm home i'm a dad um baseball is my outlet here i am as a father um a husband 
and put the focus on others, it everything nothing else matters at that time. So whether it's family or another outlet, whatever it might be, having that balance to to leave yourself, um, you know, in baseball, there's we talk about leave it, leave it in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. you know, and that you got to separate that stuff, and it, it really is so so important. So I couldn't agree more. Yeah, definitely. And there's one thing that I guess that everybody, it doesn't matter what sport you're in, you will connect with this one thing I'm about to say. There is a lot of drama in sport. There is heaps of drama in sport, even more in team sports. It's huge. There's political drama. There is team drama. There is disconnections in teams. There's disconnections with coaches. There's, there's crowds. There's so much. Social stuff. media. Social bang. <laughs> social media and, and that ramps it up even more doesn't it absolutely and you've got to let it go yeah you just have to let it go and don't lose who you are don't become this online person who just is a keyboard warrior sitting there typing <laughs> stuff out to people you know we're all human we're all people yep definitely and that goes back to a previous um podcast of am i good enough yeah. you'll always find someone that says you're not good enough yeah roger that yeah, absolutely 100 you know, just being comfortable with who you are and the understanding yeah and it was one yeah go on, sorry. i was gonna say that's what happens when you when you're at the top of your game and you are someone who goes out there and does what they do people are always going to try and smash you down mm-hmm. it's it's just the way that we work as humans unfortunately yeah the one thing that i wanted to touch on this is that what you were just saying before brad was about pushing your focus onto somebody else to give more instead of and this is going to be really tough at the start I would imagine for most athletes because they're so self-centered because that's what made you who you are that's that's what pushed you to be at at the top half of the of the of the group that you're you're in or the sport that you're in if you weren't that you wouldn't be there but there is times in which you need to turn that off would you agree definitely I found in, I found in one time that um before I'd actually done, we're going to talk about values in a later podcast, but the, the one thing that I noticed was that for me, leadership, I thought I, I valued leadership. I valued myself as a leader. And one thing that I did to my detriment was I thought I had to value. So if I valued leadership as my number one, then I had to act that way, act accordingly. So my leadership was through the roof, was out of control. I was like, it was leadership on steroids which upset lots of people and it still does sometimes I still I still have those times where I'm really hard out and get it done now not tomorrow now let's go now everything's now and I learned that I didn't need to be that anymore leadership was just inherent in me I didn't have to do that anymore mm. I just have to be me and and it's the same thing here is that sometimes it's, when you're out there on the track when you're out there with your making sure that you're eating right making sure you're keeping up with your fitness making sure you're keeping up with your team goals and, and your own personal goals that's when the selfish the selfish channel gets turned right up but when you're at home and when you've left the sporting ground and you're and you're not doing that thing that needs to that has to be done for you then it's time to start giving to others wouldn't you agree definitely 100% absolutely yeah yep. and we get lost in that I think yeah absolutely get lost a lot with that Yep. Yeah. I think I think what Brad was saying is, is later in your career you sort of realise that and you try and help others and, and, and that sort of stuff. But I, I guess you could focus on doing that right from the start. You become a, an all round athlete who, an all round good person, and that's what we that's what we need more of in the world. I think. Yeah. Definitely. And that's and I suppose the difficult part of that is athletes would see that as they're taking away from their number one goal. Mm-hmm. Yet what we really need to understand that 
by doing this and placing some focus and some energy elsewhere, you're, what you're doing is investing in your career because it's going to come back around to you and allow your sport to be fun and to be an outlet for you. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to play at the elite level and, and your sport is your job, um, when it's all consuming, it's a job. It is a flat-out job that you struggle to get, get up out of bed and go. But when we have those other focuses, those areas, the balance, we're able to put our energy into others, sport can become fun again. Regardless of the result, we're always going to be disappointed as elite athletes. We're competitive. We want to succeed. And that's, that's fine. That's who we are. That's why we got to the top. But without those outlets, those tough times become really tough and it, it just becomes a job. So we have, to, we have to sort of wrap up really quickly here, but there's, there's a couple more questions I want to ask you guys around this, this subject is athletes don't n- normally see sacrifice in something. They, they, they see it in their sport only. They don't see it in the exterior stuff that sits around them, whether that be in their support systems or their support people, um, family, what have you, or their friends. And I guess it really comes down to what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to sacrifice for balance? I think a lot of the time you don't actually know that you're sacrificing anything. Mm. And so you're making a choice to go and do what you're going to do. And that's where the balance is, is key. Once you've worked out what your balance is, then you can sacrifice something. So I think working out the balance first and having those other areas is key to choosing that sacrifice. And like you've been saying, Brad, when you're self-consuming, you don't know what's going on around you. You don't have a clue about other things necessarily. So once you've found those, once you can see those, then you can make that sacrifice and choose what you're going to do and, and what you're going to give up in order to get to where you want to get to. Yeah, definitely. And I think it would probably be an interesting question if you asked an athlete like what you just said, Mark. You, athletes don't really see that they're giving up too much. They just know that this is the path, this is what they need to do, um, so be it. They're not losing out. They're doing this to allow them to do this. If you were to ask an athlete's wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever it might be, what, they sa- what the athlete sacrifices, you'd probably get a different story. And they would see, well, you know, we're sacrificing family time over here, this event, this function, this time with the family. There's a lot of sacrifices there. Um, So like what you're just saying, it's identifying it um, and realizing that you're right, you need to step back sometimes. And a lot of the times it, it might be sacrificing, but you don't realize it. So speaking with someone else, your family, your partner, you might be able to identify it and say, okay, well, now I'm going to focus some attention over here in these areas. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So the three things that I wanted to just sort of touch on here to, to end this, this podcast was the first thing is make sure that we're giving to external people. Turn off the athlete and be the person, whoever you are, when, when you're away. The second thing here that, that I wanted to add here is what you value is what you'll do, no matter what. So if you're not understanding what you value, if you don't know what it is that you're sacrificing, then you can't fix anything that you're unaware of. So if we were to, and, 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 I, and I hope that anybody who's listening to this will do this right now, you'll grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, and write down the things that sit externally around you, the things that somebody could suggest that you are sacrificing, family, friends, time away, time for yourself, whatever that is. And, and it will probably all revolve around time with certain groups, certain people. However, write them down because when they're looking at you from from the page up, they become real. And that's when things start to shift. And then start time managing that time around that. Time with your family, making sure that you're hitting those sorts of goals. 
one thing that Brad was saying just before was about the laser focus that we have and we're not seeing sacrifices we're only seeing where we can go the next step the next level wherever we're, we're trying to achieve imagine if you use that laser focus into the balance of your life how great your life would be and the support around you being the athlete that you are now how strong you could be then how much faster you could be then how much more resilient and emotionally intelligent you could be then and one last thing to touch on around um, time management is you must this is a must for anybody I coach you must put one hour per week away for you where you just sit there and do nothing you could be just to listen to music preferably stay away from media one thing that I did when I was playing was I used to walk just down the road to uh, a, a little lake that's near my house and just sit there and let whatever comes up come up if you feel like crying cry allow the emotions to come up if you feel like laughing for no particular reason do it just do whatever comes up in the moment because you're doing it for a purpose there's a reason why your body needs to let let, let go of that to allow it to happen and that that there will help you with your life because you'll see how you, you're giving yourself the space to understand what's happening for you now and where you need to adjust whether that be for your sport or whether that be for your life in general so I trust that you guys got so much more value out of that. These boys have given you guys so much in, in terms of their life story and, and the sorts of things that they've gone through to, to be elite. And not just be elite, because these guys here, they're not just elite players, not elite sportsmen, they're elite people. And I hope you guys are getting so much value out of what they've got here to offer you. So until next time, keep striving for greatness.